Hello, hello, and welcome back to Art House Garage, the snob-free film community. I'm Andrew Sweatman. Thanks for listening. Today I have a fantastic discussion about the new movie Waves, directed by Trey Edward Schultz and starring Sterling K. Brown, as well as a handful of other fantastic performers. But first, before we get to the discussion, uh, it's Christmas time right now. If you're listening to this day of or shortly thereafter, you may be in the mood to watch some Christmas movies. Well, go to Arthouse Garage on the Instagram, at Arthouse Garage, and look at my story highlights. Uh, last week, I counted down the top five Christmas movies with Arkansas Creative, another uh, Instagrammer and creator here in Arkansas that loves to highlight other creators. Uh, and so we had a little story challenge and went back and forth about what the best Christmas movies are. So you can check that out on Instagram. And also there is a film event coming up for those of you who live in the central Arkansas area. I wanted to highlight this, make sure I mentioned it. Uh, a couple weeks back I had James Basham on to discuss the movie The Lighthouse. Well, James Basham is a filmmaker. I've seen a few of his short films, and this is going to be his first feature-length film. It is called The Yankee. James is here to tell us a little bit about it. James, tell us about your new movie, which has a premiere very soon. Is that right? Yes, it does. I made a feature film a year ago. I shot it at the Pantry Crest and Hillcrest in Little Rock, Arkansas, um, where this podcast is based. Um, and I have a screening for it on January the 3rd, uh, 2020. Um, it's a Friday. It'll be at seven o'clock doors open at six and tickets are $5 information to, uh, on how to do tickets are, is on the Yankee film, uh, Facebook page. There's also an Instagram at Yankee, uh, the Yankee film. Boom, I'm excited. Yeah, so, and it's at Cal's Ron, uh, Ron uh, Robinson, yes. right? forgot to mention it. Yes, it's at <laughs> Cal's Ron Robinson Theater downtown. Um, Which is a great I, theater. I'm very excited. They've been great to uh, work with. They've been very easy, and um, if you ever want to screen something there or have an event there, they are the best people to go to in uh, Little Rock, for sure. That's great. Well, I'll, I'll link to all that stuff in the show notes, for sure. Sweet. Um, yeah. I watched the trailer, two trailers, right? Yes, uh, two trailers out. It looks really great. I'm excited. So it's Thank more you. or less a comedy, right? Tell us a little it's bit a, about the movie. It's a dark comedy. Um, I will mention it is rated R. It is not for, right. for kids at all. So it's a really fun time. It's a funny movie. It's a, it's a heartfelt movie. It's a little dark, but... Um, think people are gonna have a fun time and make you think about a lot of different things a lot of different topics i think it'll be a cool film for um the millennial age that uh we're seeing with with art because you know filmmakers make films at a more older age than even singers Mm. so we're not we're not able to see what millennial filmmakers have to say so this is going to be a cool cool experience and um yeah a cool moment for my career and uh a cool send-off for me from uh from school, school. yeah school. yeah yeah so yeah. yeah yeah january 3rd 2020 oh, cool seven o'clock you heard it here put it on your calendars and and be there i'm, I'm excited to to finally see this one but yeah. uh, all right a big thank you to james for stopping by and for his contributions to art house garage in the past uh all the details for how to attend the screening of the yankee are in the show notes 
Without further ado, let's move on to the main event. Today we are discussing the new movie Waves. This is directed by Trey Edward Schultz, stars Sterling K. Brown, Kelvin Harrison Jr., Taylor Russell, also has a pretty big role by Lucas Hedges. Trey Edward Schultz has directed three films at this point. His first one is called Cretia, which is sort of a family drama about um, an estranged mother that comes back for Thanksgiving and it's kind of a horror movie. <laughs> it kind of it kind of a low-key horror movie. It doesn't seem like a horror movie. Um but it uses a lot of horror editing and sound design techniques to kind of evoke those kind of feelings amidst the family drama. His second film is called It Comes at Night, which I have not seen, but it is a more straightforward horror about some sort of supernatural threat to a, a family that's very isolated in a I think a post-apocalyptic sort of a uh, situation. But this is his third film, Waves, and it is a family drama. Uh, it tells the story of this family as they um, navigate their relationships through some difficult things. That's kind of all I'll say about it. The, the, the less you know about this movie going into it, the better. That said, we are going to talk about some of the details. We do not spoil anything uh, in this discussion, so I think you'll be just fine listening to this before you see it. But if you want to go in completely blank, then you may want to watch the film first. My guest this week is the wonderful Philip Price, who is a film critic in Hot Springs, Arkansas. He runs a YouTube channel called Tavern Talk by Initial Reaction, in which he does weekly video reviews at the movie tavern here in Little Rock. And he works very hard to put out this many videos. His reviews are fantastic. Uh, he puts a little filmmaker touch on each review as he has sort of a uh, scripted introduction. Uh, I have appeared on this once myself. I will put the link to that in the show notes. I, I reviewed the movie Gemini Man with him, which was um, not going to be on my top 10 of the year, <laughs> but I had a great time uh, reviewing that with him, and I was so happy to have him back. He's very thoughtful, has a fantastic uh, things to say about movies, and he always brings up sort of thought-provoking things for me as I uh, listen to his reviews. Well, I think that is enough introduction. Let's get into our discussion about the new movie, Waves. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not rude. It doesn't boast. Love also forgets wrong. How I do It's been hard, hasn't it? Let go of a prayer for you How you doing with everything? I'm good Just a sweet word You know it's okay if you're not The table is prepared for you I'm trying to give you the tools to succeed in this world It's not easy out there Everything I do is for you Everything I know you're under a lot of pressure right now But I'm just getting really scared Everything's gonna be okay, all right? Always. We're in this together. Welcome back, Philip. Here again to discuss a movie called Waves. Thank you for being here. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Um, So, Waves is uh, a 
pretty kind of unique in a lot of ways. Uh, it's a movie about a family and kind of family dynamics and family relationships. And because of that, I feel like it's success or failure to some degree rides on whether you kind of buy the performances and those relationship dynamics. Um, so just in general, did waves work for you? Did it work on that level? Uh, what other kind of initial, initial reaction do you have to this movie? Nice. Nice. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's a difficult one to kind of talk about for a couple reasons. I, mm-hmm. uh, one, because you, know, you don't want to divulge too much of, of the story or the plot. Yeah. Um, and you know, because it kind of doesn't adhere to, uh, I, I kind of talked about that before with, uh, it not adhering to a traditional structure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I'm hesitant to say too much about like why I didn't like you know, certain things, but I, as just, you know, general, general reaction. Um, I appreciated a lot of, of what it was trying to do. You can Mm -hmm. tell there's real ambition here. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, as far as connecting to the characters and how that relates to being invested in the family dynamics, um, I think the characters are solid and I think the performances are even better. Um, I just kind of needed, uh, the director, Trey Edward Schultz, to kind of get out of his own way a little bit, mm, you know, okay. yeah. and um, and let those characters breathe a little more. Um, yeah. But that's kind of uh, where I'm at with with Waves right now. And again, um, only seen it once. You know, we kind of talked about this when we were talking about Jojo Rabbit. I've only seen it once and it's it's been a couple weeks now. I think yeah. it's probably the same with you. Have you have you rewatched it? Uh, no, just the once. And yeah, it's been, yeah, two or three weeks, something like that. Yeah. And to that, I mean, I guess I should give it the credit of, um, I kind of have, I kind of have, um, stewed on it a little bit, you know, just considering like, why didn't this work for me or why, mm. uh, you know, why, what, what was it that I liked about it and why this part and not that part. So, I mean, there's, I mean, there's that to be said for waves. It does, it mm. does stick with you, even if it's, uh, in a, in a different way than maybe Schultz intended it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like I liked it more than you, <laughs> but as far as the, the relationship dynamics stuff that did work for me, I'm curious. So, um, I'm, what, I want to hear what your complaints are. And then I, I guess f- one thing I can see is that, uh, he goes for stylish in, in a way that you don't often see in sort of a family drama. Uh, like there's a lot of kind of bold camera yeah. choices and music choices that for me, I was kind of on board with it. Um, yeah. What do, what do you think about that stuff? Um, you know, it was, it was cool. Like, especially it opens up with this like 360 shot yeah. in, in the middle mm-hmm. of this car. And I was just like, Oh, I don't know, you know, how you're doing that so cleanly. And like, it feels natural in a way. Yeah. And like the mm-hmm. actors are, on and it's just like so many things are happening uh, yeah. at once to make this work as as well as it is um and so i was like oh, okay cool and, and you kind of know that's his that's his thing like he liked mm-hmm. if you uh did you see Cresha? yes yeah i wanted to talk about his previous ones i've seen Cresha, but not it comes at night okay yeah and yeah honestly i i would still say and i think we we kind of went back and forth about this one a little bit. And I said, I would still say this is my favorite movie yeah. that he's made so far. Um, but like you could, he, he implemented or you utilized some of these, uh, the, the same camera style in Cresha, you mm-hmm. know, and just kind of the fluidity of it. And, um, 
you can tell very much he's into uh, the technical aspects of, of filmmaking and um, which is great and fine. And, and a lot of it is very striking. Um, But I felt like he was kind of maybe trying one too many things here. Like the, Mm the, the camera work in the beginning I liked and was like, okay, this is setting up a very distinct style through which to tell, you know, whatever story he's going to choose to tell here. Um, but then like he starts switching aspect ratios and I'm just like, you're piling on mm. a little bit here. I don't yeah. know. What <laughs> yeah, he really goes for, for it. Don't he? <laughs> I know there's, yeah, yeah. I know there's probably like a reason, you know, an artistic reason that he can mm. give me for why he did that, but just watching it and kind of taking it in. Um, I was more distracted by that than I was more becoming more invested in, uh, you know, the characters, uh, plights and things. So, um, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of where I, I, I came down on that, but no, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to come down on it too hard. Like I enjoyed it still. And like I said, <laughs> yeah. I think it's the best movie he's yeah. made uh, so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but no, what did you, what did you enjoy? Like what was, what yeah. made it so striking no, for I- you? That all completely makes sense. But yeah, so immediately the 360 camera, which in the first like 15 minutes, there's a lot of that. And it continues a little bit throughout. Um, uh, there was almost mm-hmm. a few moments where I felt like he might be almost overdoing that. that there's some moments when the camera's uh, spinning in 360 and then somewhere it's circling around things. So there's a lot of just kind of circle movements of it. Uh, it just kind of really, especially the first yeah, 10, 15 minutes really bold camera work that um, I was on board for. I thought it was good. Um, yeah. So I guess we kind of have to talk about the structure a little bit. So the, it, it's almost cut into two halves, maybe almost, it's like two have two, two, three X structures almost stuck together in a way. It's almost two movies. Right. Um, right. And I, 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 try, I, I really, I feel like very emotionally invested in the first half uh, to the degree that I mm-hmm. thought, you know, what's going to happen. And it's it kind of, it pivots to another character that we almost haven't, we've barely known up to that point. Um, and it's the sister character. But then I kind of fell even more in love with it in the second half. I thought the second half was even stronger. Um, the first half, it, they're, they're almost two different movies as well. So comparing it to Cretia, and I, I haven't seen It Comes at Night, but I know it's a horror movie. Uh, and Cretia is essentially a horror movie as well, even though it's also a family family story. It, it uses a lot of horror tropes. Uh, and I, I was really blown away by Cretia when I first saw that. I, I'm a big fan of that movie, uh, but I think I do like this one even more. So you can almost look at the first half of this movie as, uh, I mean, certainly a tragedy. Uh, we won't spoil the, the central thing that happens that kind of defines this whole movie, but uh, it's definitely has some horrific tropes as that approaches. Uh, and, and in that scene, in that central scene, I was definitely seeing the, the horror auteur kind of coming out in, in Trey Edward Schultz. And you kind of feel, yeah. um, I don't know, some similarity certainly to Cretia uh, in that. But then the second half is kind of more redemptive. So if, if, you, if Cretia kind of, uh, as many horror movies do, ends on a, kind of a sad note, I guess, it kind of takes you to the, the really hard places and kind of makes you contemplate things. And then this movie takes you there and then pulls you back out of it. And I really liked that. I thought it was really unique, even though it is long. Um, I did not, f- I, I, I've struggled with whether I thought it was overly long, but um, it definitely was quite uh, an experience uh, to, to sit through the whole two acts of this. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think as far as 
which half I preferred, it would be that second half just because of what it does for the narrative. But uh, it does feel like a whole different movie almost. Um, What did you think about looking at it as two halves? Did you have a half you prefer or do you have any other thoughts about that? Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't uh, actually didn't mind uh, the length, uh, I guess, didn't Mm. didn't bother me too much. Um, But I, I, like you said, I was definitely um, I, I went in cold and I think, that might mm. be the best way to to see this. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what it was about, and even if you've watched the trailer, you have really have no idea what's what the movie's about. Yeah. You just you know kind of get glimpses of these characters, um, and so going in having no idea what this was about or what it was you know uh, you know where this was going to go. Um, yeah, yeah. I found it. I I, I found myself invested in um th- this family this kind of um i mean it's a, it's a black family living in florida mm-hmm. and um you know they're they're fairly well off uh you could say and um sterling k brown is the dad and uh he's just uh really focused on his son who's uh kelvin harrison jr and he was in it comes at night as well um oh, okay but you know, and so it's him focusing on his son and like, he's just forcing, uh, you know, him to, he's putting all this pressure on him, I guess, to be, to be, yeah. um, you know, to be great, to defy, um, stereotypes of, uh, you know, black culture, I guess. And, and be, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. there's a line he says, I can't remember it now. I'll flub it if I try to, uh, fra- you know, paraphrase it or whatever. But, um, you know, it's something about they, you know, black people don't have the option to, to be average or something along those lines. Like they have to excel to prove, you know, um, and I thought all that stuff was, uh, was really cool and, uh, just interesting. Cause I've heard, you know, you know, I've heard people have those types of discussions before and, um, you know, I didn't know what exactly the movie was going to say about that um Mm -hmm. or what it was going to do with these ideas um and then where it goes i was like oh okay and um just to talk about you know that kind of middle sequence the kind of uh defining sequence of the movie um i really liked how he did execute that like he does mess with the aspect ratios a little bit but um the movie's really reliant on music and and soundtrack specifically um and um I thought how he did that was kind of like, you can tell he's very much of a generation of a younger generation of our generation kind of. Mm. And uh, Mm -hmm. with like his music choices and how he chooses to um, put certain shot compositions with certain types of music um, and how he Mm. built that up until, you know, the the climactic moment of that sequence. I I really liked all that. I was on board and then, um, and then, yeah, it goes into the second half where we're with this, the sister character and um you're kind of like okay <laughs> what are we gonna what are we gonna do now and then uh, yeah you have lucas hedges come in and this new type of relationship forms and we have this background character who kind of is able to you know bring a i don't want to say redemption but um yeah maybe the beginnings of redemption almost yeah 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 i mean they're they're nowhere near where they want to be as people or as a family at the end of the film i don't think but 
and I'm probably getting way too spoilery here. Um, no, sorry, no, okay. but um, no, I think it, I think it's okay to, to talk generally about kind of the yeah, kind of that narrative because it uh, it takes you to such a dark place that if it got back to perfect, I think it would be very unrealistic. Right. There's just a a feeling, especially from this character who we didn't who was completely in the background and for the first you know hour and few minutes of the movie you know for her to kind of experience this grace and giving grace to um the the rest of her family who's been through uh everything she has but who have kind of left her on the sideline is 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 yeah the beginnings of redemption like we were saying and um i mean there's a lot obviously there's a lot going on here and a lot that uh schultz is trying to address and talk about um, but I, I generally appreciated uh, the ambition for going for it, just flat out going mm-hmm. for all of that. Um, but also kind of the basic, because uh, the basic idea to me came down to like this crossroads of um, innocence and then having to deal with real, like real, really real life experiences and, and how we yeah. deal with those and move forward from those and everything. So um yeah. yeah i don't know i'm going on too long what'd you think i was gonna say my uh, i think those are my favorite things towards the end there again not spoiling it but um the the family relationships so basically it sets up the son tyler has a pretty good life uh without spoiling too much things change uh, and go in a, a, a not great direction and then it is what does the family do uh and how how do they get on after this incident in the middle of the movie. Uh, and, and mm-hmm. so those are the scene between um, Sterling K Brown and, and uh, Taylor, uh, the, the actress, uh, Taylor Russell, who plays the daughter, Emily, those scenes I think are fantastic. The scenes between the husband and wife. Um, it's not the kind of thing you see very often in the movies, I think is um, how does a family struggle with a, a crisis like this and, and what kind of things can that put a marriage through? Can that put a, a parent child yeah. relationship through? And, yeah, that um, stuff was really and good. And again, it doesn't end up with things perfect, but yeah, but it, it felt real, it felt honest. And, and I really appreciated that about it. I really did like Taylor Russell and, and Lucas Hedges relationship in that second half. Hmm. Um, you know, I hadn't really seen her yeah. in much uh, except for um, escape room you know, which was kind of a cheap little horror movie earlier in the year. Um, but she was really, you know, she was kind of the, what brought that second half up so much. She was really, really good. And, and Hedges is so reliable. I, yeah. I, I was surprised at how much, because it was so much less dramatic than that first half, you know, so much less is kind of like happening, happening. Um, but I was, mm-hmm. I was very much into to their relationship and, um, just how they were there for one another was both kind of a nice change of pace from the first half of the movie and uh, from what she was used to in, in her family dynamic. So uh, yeah, I mean, again, as I talk more about this, I'm like, maybe I did like it more than I thought I did. <laughs> I'm talking you into it. I know. There you go. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> Taylor Russell really is the standout performance she's fantastic i have not seen her in anything before but she i think makes especially the second half of this uh just works so well um yeah i think uh i was gonna say um well generally do you have i think we're kind of wrapping up do you have any other things you really did like or did not like about this movie one thing about waves is this is the kind of movie that 
I would like to show to other people and watch them watch the movie mm-hmm. and just kind of see yeah. the different, because I feel I like, like it's it. a movie that could garner any type of reaction from any given person. So um, it's, it's one yeah. like my wife hasn't seen it, but I'm going to show it to her just because I want to see what her perspective on it would be as, you know, as compared to mine or yours or, you know, any of the other reviews I might've read of it or listened to. So it's, it's definitely one, even though I maybe didn't love it or um, don't think that Mm -hmm. Schultz has maybe perfected his style uh, of what I think he'll get there. Mm -hmm. I think he'll get there one day, you know? Um, And I I think he's still kind of figuring out, chipping away at what exactly he wants, you know, his movies to be. Um, But, uh, but it's yeah. one I want to show to people to kind of see. What would you think about that? You know, were 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 you okay with it? Did you yeah, were yeah. you able to go with it? That type of thing. So it's definitely, at least mm-hmm. it's you know, it's not a movie that's just like, huh, whatever. You know, that was fine. You know, which is like, you know, which is yeah. which is fine too. Like that's how I came out of Jumanji last week. It's like, oh yeah, that was fun. That was fine. But Waves yeah, is yeah. one. It's like, let's talk about yeah, this. Yeah. So that's there's there. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> feel significant whether you loved it or not yeah yeah no i think that's good i um i i agree that like if i have any any qualms with it i would say that you can definitely see uh, trey edward schultz kind of working out his style i think that's a good way to put it that you said yeah that uh it definitely is as bold as it is some of the choices don't quite work or he's um yeah he's it's almost experimental in some ways and i mean with the colors it's all these gradient colors at certain moments that were really beautiful on the big screen and um yeah anyway it's a very stylistic yeah a very stylish movie that um maybe just uh, a little too stylish for its own good sometimes (laughs) i'm pretty sure it was him who worked uh i think he like worked on one of malik's films like when malik shot in wherever Mm, he's from in texas or something so i think you know you can see a little bit of that with the care or with the camera movements and stuff you know the very fluid uh camera moves and and sweeping shots and things like that so uh, i think that was him i hope that's right but uh if not he definitely took a little bit of inspiration from from that it totally would make sense yeah if it's not true it could be (laughs) yeah yeah that's cool i have one other thing a couple other things i want to mention just about it was the the music is such a central point of it uh it's it's really used well. It's almost music video esque at times, and in a way that I liked. Um, it yeah. has something like thirty songs on its soundtrack, and and it's yeah, it, it it's a lot of it's diegetic music. It's uh, yeah, Kendrick Lamar, and yeah. I heard he'd like written into the script, um, you know, where certain songs mm-hmm. would be placed and everything. So yeah, no, I did I did enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, I'm always down for the what's that saying? There's a saying that's like the greatest weapon in a director's arsenal is a perfectly placed song or something like that. And he gets a few moments here where I was just mm, like, Oh, that's great. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm always down for that. <laughs> that's, that's a really good quote. I like that. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say also um, the, if there's any other stylistic similarities with Cresha, uh, which is again, the only others of his films that I've seen, uh, I really like the way Cresha and this movie, um, the, the the set uh, of, of the central set of the home feels very lived in uh, even though so first of all I like that this movie puts me in a family situation that it's very different than the family I grew up in different race different 
socioeconomic status. Right. Um, like they have a really big, nice house and, um, and like the father son relationship is focused on athletics, which is, again, I, I don't, I can't fully relate to that, but it put me in that in a way that I, um, was really drawn into and it. I felt it, you know, it felt like the sports really is that important, uh, to, to Tyler in the beginning of this movie. Um, uh, but then like, yeah, just the, the home itself, uh, it, it reminded me of the home in Cretia and that there's just kind of, uh, it, it just feels like a real lived in home. Like the, the set design I think was really good there. Uh, but then another thing is stylistically in Cretia and in this, there's a lot of, um, moments where it's, where we're getting like really little snippets of things, almost montage esque, uh, that it's, uh, it, a lot of time mm-hmm. is passing. We're kind of getting little, just the most important snippet. Like there's a scene, uh, well, that might be a spoiler to say, but there's, um, a scene that involves legal action that I must've been 30 seconds, but it was a huge emotional moment. Uh, you just kind of get just the snippet you need. And then, and I, as the movie's getting set up, we're getting little snippets of, the father and son working out and then here's the mother and the son having a conversation and uh, just getting enough that it, it, again, it feels like a bigger world and it feels really real. So I just want to say, I appreciated that about it. And I think that's probably what drew me in so strongly yeah. at the beginning. And then uh, I remember distinctly during that, the snippet of the, the courtroom scene that you're talking about um, paying attention to how he framed um the uh, certain characters mm-hmm. looking at one another. I won't go into any more specifics beyond uh, oh, that. So yeah. I won't give away anything, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I did. And, and yeah, it was, it feels not as brief as I guess it is. That's true though. But um, yeah, no, I, I remember distinctly yeah. considering like how he, how he set up that back and forth because it is this very emotional moment and two very, yeah. different perspectives on that moment or, you know, within feet of one another. So, um, yeah, no, very true. Yeah. I think another director might've made that a huge 15 minute scene or something, but it was so quick and yet it had all the emotional punch that it needed. So anyway, I think that's a strength of his as a director. Oh, I was just going to say that's, you know, I still, I, I said it twice already or however many times, but I still think this is like his best movie and that he's made so far and that he's still, you know, kind of figuring yeah. out the movie he wants to make. So I'm very much looking forward to what he does forward to what he does in the future. Same. I really, uh, I'm looking forward to his, his future films as well. Well, with that, I think we can wrap up this discussion. Thank you so much for, again, for being here. I think it's been a really good chat about waves, uh, still playing in some theaters, it looks like. So if you have time to go see it, go see it. Um, and I, I imagine it may be in awards conversations to some degree. Well, all right, with that, we will sign off. Thank you again so much for, for joining me, Philip. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. It's, you know, really always enjoy talking movies and uh, appreciate you uh, having me on. It was, it was great. Uh, hope to talk again soon. Absolutely. I definitely want to have you back again. Thank you so much again, Philip. That will do it for this episode. Thank you again to Philip Price for being here for this episode. I just love discussing movies with him. Well, until next time, stay tuned to Arthouse Garage on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Letterboxd, YouTube, literally everywhere at Arthouse Garage, and email me, Andrew at Arthouse Garage, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, like and subscribe on iTunes, and we will hear from you next time. Until then, keep it snob free.